Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 401 of The Lab. I'm Brad Barton. I'm Phil Barton. There will be links with more information available on the show page today, which you can find by visiting thelabwithbrad.com. So are you going to go straight to Monday? Monday, we didn't resolve Hold anything. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a plan. Okay. I do. It's almost like I, I run the I, show or I, something. I hear uh, that, yeah. You hear that I'm the host, Brad Barton? Right. All right. Uh, I want to warn the listeners about, mm. uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, so, uh, something that's like alternative medicine. Oh. Uh, if you're out there looking for a uh, cure for what ails you, uh-huh. be careful. Because there are a lot of scammers, a lot of people flat out lie to you, yes. and sometimes what they suggest is actually bad for you. And and even in the case when it works out, uh, it's never a replacement for actual medical treatment. I like that. Yeah, you spend 30 seconds on TikTok, you will find some... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, They'll sell you whatever. I've seen commercials. Uh, the seven-second <laughs> exercise you can do every day to make your vision perfect, no Oh, that. What. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's... Not true. And it's always uh, what they don't want you to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? The conspiracy marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also need to thank the Girls Who Don't D&D. Yes. Uh, you can find them by going to their website, girlswhodontdnd.com. Mm. No apostrophe. And the letter N standing for the word and yes. in the last phrase. D-N-D. Uh, yes, yeah. you did it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might be wondering what we're thanking them for. We talked about ah, that. There we go. On Monday. Our sponsors today include duct tape, bailing wire, and bubble gum. Because oh. that's what holds together the whole shebang. I was about to say, right? <laughs> With those three things, you too can MacGyver. Yes, <laughs> yes we are going to do something a little special mm-hmm. today. And it's going to involve some uh, moving wires. Did I mention duct tape, bailing yes. wire, and right. bubble gum? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to try and play a clip. Oh. Uh, which has uh, never worked right, but we're going to try it anyway. Okay. Uh, you know, the, occasionally I get an email or just a friend of mine will ask a question and uh, we'll stick it in the show. Okay, yeah. Uh, this time I actually got a recording of some questions Ooh. from some associates of ours. Uh-huh. So we're going to try and play that. Bear with me. Okay. In the world of Kaylee, healing magic is rare. In the real world, even rarer, right? Is there anything like healing in our world? Uh, in D&D, there's a charm spell which places one character's mind and will under the sway of another. Is there anything like mind control in nature? Some characters have dark vision, allowing them to see in the dark. What sort of low or no light vision is there in real life? If one bothers to read one's character sheet, you might find that you have a resistance to certain type of damage, i.e. psychic, heat, cold, what different types of attack and resistance occur amongst actual living things? I mean, Mythical I- dragons are known for being able to breathe fire. Is that even remotely possible, biologically speaking? 
When do we answer? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk over them. Wow. I set this whole thing up so you could, so that I could get your reaction. Well, and then I, I you had, didn't say anything. I was, I was having reactions. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. <laughs> that is from the Girls Who Don't D&D, yeah. a uh, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you heard an order of appearance, appearance, soundance? Soundance? Uh, uh, audibleness? <laughs> <laughs> Corey, who is their dungeon master and the host of their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did two of them, and then we had... Uh, who spoke next? <laughs> I don't even know. Indy, don't Indy uh, and then Stacy, and then Alana. Okay. I'll take your word for it, because they didn't introduce themselves. And as far as when we're answering it, I'm going to milk this for a good five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're going to start off with the first question. Mm-hmm. Is there anything even remotely ze- resembling healing magic in this our dull and gray world. Oh, oh. Well, I didn't have any, I have no insight on this. Well, I do. Okay. I'm the host, Brad Barton. <laughs> <laughs> I, what about mind control? I know mind control. Come on. <laughs> well, anyways, healing magic, huh? Mm-hmm. What are we going to call this segment, by the way? Uh, like science behind D and D. Oh right, yeah. Because you normally we have a series on this, yeah, that, yeah, and the yeah, other, yeah. and uh, and I am milking this. I did mention milking right? this for five episodes. Um, uh, questions from the professionals, or well, uh, I will think of something. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, let's answer the question. The first one, okay. Something like healing magic in this world. Yeah, so there is sort of uh, called the placebo effect. Yes, Start yes. There because it's on pretty firm ground these days. Term doesn't seem to have been coined until the 1800s, mm-hmm. which, you know, I thought it was an older word than that. Was it a Dr. Timothy Placebo? Or- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from Latin, uh, oh. meaning something pleasurable. Really? Or a word that means that, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, was originally meant for any therapy that was more to please the patient than cure the disease. Oh. Had a slightly derogatory connotation. And it kind of still does. It's well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Over time, it became any kind of sham medicine, especially when used to test good medicines. Because huh. they've discovered that there are certain uh, medical effects you can get as long as you think you're getting treated. Which is, yeah. Uh, speaking of other podcasts, uh, what was it? Uh, Science versus. Oh yeah, actually, they got episode. a great episode on this. In fact, there's a link to it on the show page, which yeah. you can find by going to the lab with Brad.com. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> there will be. <laughs> by the time they hear that sentence, yeah. Now it's pretty good for things like uh, pain or swelling or digestive issues. Which is it's, a broader uh, spectrum than you'd think, right? It's uh, li- uh, not bad for uh, stress, oh. uh, mild depression, mm-hmm. uh, energy levels, things like that. But you cannot cure cancer <laughs> with a yes. sugar pill. It just does not happen. I mean, that's one hell of a sugar pill. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, it's also been shown to change your immune response. Really? Yeah, uh, actually, in the study... From the show we just talked about, he was using it to lower patients' immune responses. And normally, that's not something you want to have happen. No, no, no. But if you have supreme allergies or uh, even worse, some sort of autoimmune um, disorder where your body starts to attack itself, then you need to be able to turn down the immune response. Yeah, I hear they do that for uh, um, if you have somebody else's organ as well. uh, Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. 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 The one I found most interesting that uh, Miss Zuckerberg brought up 
Wendy Zuckerberg from the other show. Oh, was that's the her one name. about oh. oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, anyways. It was the one about oxygen. Uh-huh. Uh, they were up in the Alps, and you know you're not used to it, and you're doing exercise, you get sick, headaches, nausea, yeah, yeah, dizziness, yeah. and he was trying to give them fake oxygen to see if it would still help, huh. and it didn't at first. But then he uh, conditioned them. He gave them oxygen three or four times mm-hmm. and then told them they were getting oxygen when they weren't. Oh. And it worked. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what sort of trained crap is going on in your lungs? Right? Because it has to be something physical. It, well, oxygen I mean, is like, important. Uh, <laughs> our bodies are known for overreacting. Uh, it's the reason why people can die from a bee sting or eating peanuts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think the low oxygen reaction may be overdone in most people. That makes sense. Their body's just like, hey, man, <laughs> something's different. <laughs> also, uh, if they're doing this over three or four days, then you have had some time to acclimatize. Yeah, yeah. This actually brings up a problem with the research on placebo. There are many confounding factors. Right. Every time you look at something, you, you got to... You can't get down to one variable with a human. It's no. very, very hard. <laughs> There's an effect called regression towards the mean. Oh. I, I like this phrase where you just like, if your symptoms are acute, they tend to flare up and then die back down mm-hmm. to where you normally feel. And that can look like something worked when actually it was going to happen anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, things like that. But the placebo effect has been established in a, a couple other areas that are kind of interesting. I love this one. Uh, Parkinson's disease. Really? It's been shown to improve muscle coordination. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, well, I'll be darned. Uh, <laughs> you can say, damn it. Okay, okay damn, damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also been shown to enhance sports performance. Although most of the studies I saw about that were actually just using any kind of um, superstitious thing. Little totems, favorite pairs of socks. Oh, baseball players. Or uh, <laughs> occasionally people would hand them a drink and say, this is totally legal, but it'll improve your import, your performance. Mm-hmm. And it's like water with a drop of something nasty in it. Oh, right. Oh, medicine's supposed to taste bad. Yeah. yeah actually, that is an interesting correlation in this research. Like uh, a pill works well. Mm-hmm. Two pills work better. And mind you, these are all dummy pills. Yeah. A capsule works better than pills. Oh. <laughs> and an injection works best of all. Yeah. Oh, here's your saline. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> huh. I wonder about uh, cultural because uh, uh, things tasting bad, right? Uh, mm-hmm. There's a big deal in Korea about uh, everything you drink. If it's really bitter tea and they tell you it's good for you, all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> yeah. <I'll... laughs> all right. Another interesting twist. Um, this has been known for at least the last 10 years or so. It was originally thought that people just by their expectations were getting better. Mm-hmm. But you can be told that it's a sham medicine. Yeah, yeah. And it can still work. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that was that last podcast. Yeah, the one lady. Uh, I wasn't going to bring up that story. Really? It's so anecdotal. <laughs> True. Yeah. But she got relief from symptoms from IPS, mm. uh, irritable bowel syndrome. And at least according to her, nothing else had worked. And she knew it was just a sugar pill. But her symptoms went away anyway. The other problem with studying, speaking of anecdotal, uh, right? One of the confounding factors. I, like, <laughs> was there something unusual about that sugar? <laughs> what was right. the capsule made of? Was that medically active? <laughs> uh, in, uh, right. Uh, uh, speaking of the bad connotations, how crazy was she? Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, 
she just needed some attention or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for what I just said. <laughs> well, it's something you have to, when you're studying this kind of thing, it's something, you mentioned cultural factors. Yeah. Let me segue. That's a great segue we should have used earlier. Into oh, no. <laughs> the idea of ritual and prayer. Oh, yeah. Now, that has been studied as a possible medical treatment. Uh, since the 1800s. Mm -hmm. Placebo as a medicine in its own right has only been kicking around for the last 10 years or so. Yeah. But prayer has been studied since the 1800s, and uh, there's a mixed bag of results. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh, Depending on the study error and the study. poorly done studies. (laughs) Oh. Mm. Another thing about these pseudo-medicines. Mm-hmm. There is an effect called the nocebo effect, where okay. if you think something is going to make you feel bad, oh, even if it's say just a sugar pill, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get the side effects you expect. That's interesting. Uh, in one study where they had been using a placebo on one hand and hormone replacement in the other for women on menopause, uh-huh. uh, they'd been on their respective medicine or placebo for more than five years. Ooh. Uh, 21% of the people on the actual hormone reported uh, mild to severe withdrawal symptoms. Oh, wow. So did 4.8% of the placebo. I missed the... Okay. I missed the numbers there. What's the big difference? <laughs> it was about 20... It was 21% for the actual medicine. Okay. Uh, just shy of 5% for the placebo. That's still remarkable. But it's still... Yeah, especially since some of them are reported as severe. Nobody wants severe withdrawal symptoms no. from a sugar pill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, back to that prayer thing. Yes. I, I really wanted a smoother episode, but here we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't find it again. I do have a link to a uh, paper on the study of prayer mm-hmm. as a medicine. Uh, but long ago, I had read a paper and an article about someone who had found or apparently found that prayer can help okay at least like a placebo does yeah yeah uh and then she got cancer oh there's a particularly nasty variety that attacks a part of your brain that makes you feel pain all over your body oh goodness yeah 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 uh, unfortunately she got hooked up with some guy who told her to show her faith and make the prayer strong enough she shouldn't go to any real medical professionals. Wow, this is quite the cautionary tale, yeah. at the very least. Yeah. I remember seeing that, and this is my... <laughs> she was a decent scientist, man. <laughs> Granted, she's got a disease attacking her brain. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, and, just tipped her over the edge. And some jerk the... comes swooping in. Did he start a cult, or was he just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything else about him. Hmm. I know she died. Um, I hope and... he feels bad. Yeah, he should. Yeah. I hope he died. Oh, wow. Even, oh, you know what? I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. So that's the closest we get to healing magic. And bear in mind, it's not all that magic. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see, there's no glowing. There's no uh, (laughs) heavenly choir. um, Or there's no wand. I mean, yeah. Next question. Yes. Charm spells. Indeed. Is there anything like mind control in nature? I, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about that (laughs) next time. See you then. Bye.
Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.